Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Dave Ninimitz. It's Dave Ninimitz. All right, welcome to the latest edition of Hear That Podcast Growling. Paul Inner Jr., Dave Ninimitz of The Athletic, here with you on the walkout on a day where the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals 25-17 to at Arrowhead, and the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Seattle Seahawks. Thus endeth the Bengals' season, uh, or at least postseason hopes. They are officially eliminated from the playoffs, Dave. And for the second straight year, the Bengals see their season end right here in Kansas City. It's uh, not a theme they're thrilled with, and this is a very different scenario without question. Um, But that's what it is, the end, right? The end and the shame of it is, I would say, even at halftime, it still felt like they were in pretty good shape. They had a lot of good things going on, but I know we're going to get into it. Those explosive plays. <laughs> We've talked about it and talked about it, and it reared its ugly head again big time. So, uh, you know, you can only do it with smoke and mirrors for so long before that that finally gets you. In so many ways, this game was just like the rest of them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, look – this league is so relentless that if once you have a flaw, teams will just exploit it until it kills you. And that certainly was the fatal flaw again here, you know, six plays for 225 yards. I mean, dude, just running free. And, and that's what it has been. That's it's like, it's it's Groundhog Day without Bill Murray to make it fun. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> we're just sitting here watching this and you just wait for it. You just you know it's coming. I mean, Pacheco had like five carries for eighty eight yards at one point. Yeah, like I mean, you know, missed tackle, guy well, running free, it, and and it could have been worse because yeah. they had other opportunities. You know, MVS deep down the sideline yeah. and can't catch it or drops the one uh, on the crosser that probably would have gone for a touchdown. So it could have been even more. Well, I think that's what's even more frustrating is Kansas city's offense by and large was having the same problems we've seen, you know, it, it wasn't wowing anyone. I mean, they were getting these big plays, but that was more of the defense letting them happen. They were still having the drops. Mahomes didn't look like a world beater out there. Um, but you just, you know, you look at even it's not an explosive play, but you look at Pacheco's receiving touchdown and it's just miscommunication. Logan Wilson's in the wrong place. The guy's wide open in the end zone. You just that's a bad breakdown. And it just seems to be what the norm is at this point. Yeah. You know, it was very much an obituary locker room afterwards. Yeah. So a lot of where the season has gone wrong, how they view everything that happened, you know, the Burrow injury and reflection. And the one thing, though, was 
you know, why did this big play thing never get figured out? And I thought there was some interesting honesty because there's nothing yeah. left to lie about anymore from yeah. some guys. Cam Taylor Britt, you know, he's talking about this is a, a specific example, talking about the long ball down the, the, the sideline to Rice. Somebody mentioned him being beat. So I wasn't beat. We were in zone. It happened with the safeties. Like yeah. I said, communication, it all plays on the back end. You don't communicate. You'll see big plays happen. I'm supposed to be in cloud. Our safeties didn't talk about it. One was down. One wasn't. Once you see me reroute and see no safety over the top, that's the best quarterback in the league. He's going to see that and make the play. And he mentioned that on other stuff. It's just this communication stuff. Did they miss Jesse or Vaughn was a question. A lot, right? Yeah. My take here on this year was we learned this, that this was what was going to happen in February at the combine when Lou Anarumo told us we're screwed if we lose both of those safeties. Yeah. Don't do that to me. It'll be what I believe a dark day was what it was referred to if that happens. And that's what's happened. You know, the the problem there ended up being so much worse. And that's not to single those guys out because it's the whole everybody back there. There's a lot mm -hmm. of issues of why all that stuff is happening, but they just never grew up they never figured out this basic communication stuff and you know it was it, it there were no answers stuff that they would always talk about you wouldn't believe how many plays jesse bates just would save us right and mm. and, and we don't know that he's like you don't know this stuff you don't see we know because we would see him just save stuff on the fly well now I think we know maybe how many because this is going to be, you know, one of, one of the worst seasons in terms of explosive plays allowed that, that the Bengals have seen and this league has seen in a while. Yeah, and this is something we'll talk about more as soon as this coming week and, and going into the offseason. But what do you do about that? You just do they let the young guys keep trying to figure it out? You go out to free agency and try to find a guy um, in hindsight. It's kind of appalling when you think about how they just handled the Jesse Bates situation and just kind of let him dwindle out. Maybe it was the right thing to do because you got a yeah. lot of money to distribute around, but it's hard to look back at that now and say, eh, maybe you should have bitten the bullet and, and kept that guy. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where you go next. Uh, like, well, what I think, I think, you know, well, I think what, you know, we heard Luana Rumo talk about it this week. He said, you know, the, it's got it's got to stop and think that they'll be better for it into the future that yeah. all these mistakes made by young players trying to figure it out will benefit them in next year but the future was now and they never got it they couldn't learn fast enough i think you have to question mm -hmm. some of who you got out there but i think they go forward saying okay a, a set, another year for all of these guys coming back there should be a settling down there and you start to get the best where it's not everybody's first year starting. So many of those guys, DJ Turner, Cam Taylor, Britt, Jordan battle, Dax Hill, all first year starters out there playing with each other and making those types of mistakes. You've got to question the personnel. No question. I mean, I, I think that there's, there's answers that need to be had there, their hope. And I'm going to guess how they'll go forward is say, all right, it, it gets better just because of this experience. Um, yeah. and what they hope uh, it will be going forward. That said, you know, I I think when you kind of process this spot that they're in, or you know that where the how they go forward, 
I, I know nobody wants to hear this because everyone wants everyone fired and wants to place blame and 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 this that and the other and and I I get it and there's a lot of things that they're it's going to be a fascinating off season for them well, the first time that they really got to kind of recenter themselves and 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 think of a lot of things the way they're doing them and and what they're going to value. It just wasn't their year, man. It started on yeah. day two. Like it's it started on day two with the calf. They dealt with that, and then they finally get on the roll. They go four and one, and Burrow gets hurt, and Cam Taylor Britt's finally playing. He's playing great football, and he goes down. They're finally feel like they're maybe getting some of the run defense taken in into account. And DJ Reader gets hurt. Uh, T Higgins in and out of the lineup, struggling earlier in the year. You know Jamar Chase out there playing tonight at 70% and he missed time. I mean, you're just all of it never allowed them to kind of become themselves. Now, every team deals with injuries. Every team yeah. deals with adversity. So this is not to make excuses, but because they weren't good enough and specifically the fact that the defense let them down so much, despite Burrow going down um, is the most concerning element of this, but it's just, this happens in the league, man. You need so many things to go right yeah. for, to, to end up in contention at the end. And they just didn't go right for this team this year. They just didn't. And that's why they uh, fly home from Kansas City on uh, New Year's Eve um, with their season already, their playoff hopes ended. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Ready for a spring break to remember? Amtrak's got just a ticket for you and your crew. With share fares, you and your friends can save up to 60%. The more who travel, the more you save. Skip the hassle of driving through the Northeast while exploring D.C., Philly, New York, and Boston. No middle seats and plenty of legroom are just an Amtrak away. And with stops right in the heart of your favorite cities, you'll arrive downtown, not out of town. Savings start with three travelers. Eight travelers required for 60% discount. Visit Amtrak.com slash sharefares to book. Restrictions may apply. 
Yeah, and I never would have guessed this would be the last place team in the division. Great division, but I, <laughs> at the start of the year, you never could have convinced me that would be the case. So, um, you know, you, you have to chalk this up as a loss of a season in it. You yeah. know, you you now head into the period or you're starting to head into the period where you're paying Joe Burrow and you're going to pay Jamar Chase. And we've known this. That's, I think, the big shame of it was this was the year that you if you really could pull it all together and everything worked out. It's a very legitimate time to try to get that title. But you're right. Too, too many parts flew off along the way at the wrong times. And other teams have dealt with it. I mean, you, you figure the Browns are down to Joe Flacco yeah. and they're double-digit wins and heading into the playoffs. But they also never lost Miles Garrett. And they also lost a lot yeah. of the other big pieces. So it's kind of who you lose and when you lose them. But um, there's a lot to sort out now moving forward and figure yeah. out how you're going to do it coming um, next year and beyond yep uh sam hubbard uh afterwards you know just talked about that he said look it was a tough year it was a year of adversity there was a lot of injuries going on he says myself playing through injury all year losing dj guys stepping up and back he said i think this locker room is special i love these guys i love the way they carried themselves and handled the adversity of the year i'm, I'm proud of the whole locker room that was a kind of a common sentiment where it felt like the culture stuff was still there. Like mm -hmm. the core of a team that carries itself the right way to win was there. Just the horses weren't, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. to, to, to get them there. So I think if you're talking about building and what, how you look at the future, you still have a lot of the good stuff that wins in this league in place. And that's important. Um, you get Joe Burrow back, you get a fourth place schedule, you get, what you hope is a young defense that's growing in, a, in an off season of making yourself better. And, and you come back and I think having a lot of that good stuff in place makes you feel good about where the Bengals can be to hang on for the long haul of this thing. But that, and, and, and they'll have to figure out how to get the horses back in place. Uh, Hubbard mentioning fighting. He said, he's probably gonna have to have surgery at the end of this year. He didn't want to go into details of it, but you know, Jamar said he was at 70% today. T. Higgins goes out, of course, in, in on the first drive with a hamstring. He comes back, tries to play through it. Um, you know, everybody's out there playing banged up. And I think that shows what this team meant to them, like, and and what it, it you know, how there was just really no give up. I mean, Jake Browning's out here like blocking, blitzing. <laughs> Justin Reed around the end on a run play. I'm mean, trying to take the show. He's diving forward for touchdowns. Like I, I think that there was everything you want to see about how a team carries themselves and plays. They just got to find a way um, to be better. And and you and we'll never know. We'll never know what this season would have looked like with Burrow the rest yeah. of the way. We just won't. Um, Jake Browning was good enough. He was fine. Like yeah. I think it was a nice little run for Jake Browning. Um, and I think he solidified himself as a backup quarterback in this league, but that's what he solidified himself as as a backup. You wonder yeah. how different it is uh with Joe Burrow, but you'll never know. And 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 that's what we end up. They they weren't good enough. They would never have won anything even with Burrow. They wouldn't have won the Super Bowl with Burrow because the defense was just too bad. Um, yeah. But, Burrow's not stopping the explosives. But they'd be in the they'd probably <laughs> they're probably in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It probably looks yeah. different, you know. But again, you never no. Um, beyond that, Jamar Chase talked about how Legarius Sneed won't fight him. If you're interested in those types of things, of course, they were they were getting after it uh, the whole game. It seemed like Jamar was certainly trying to rattle them and get them going. And so, of course, uh, off off that goes. This, this rivalry is still – these teams might not be as good as they were, but they definitely still hate each other. <laughs> 
which is good. <laughs> which is good. good. It's good for all of us. It's it good is. for all of that. Um, all right. So one more game next week against Cleveland, who is locked into the five, won't be playing their starters. The Bengals won't be playing for anything. Uh, Baltimore is the best team in football. They've made that apparent the last two weeks. Uh, they look like world beaters. Uh, they're locked into the one. It's got to go through M&T Bank. There's a good chance you end up seeing Browns or Ravens uh, get back together in the playoffs at some point because they both look very good. Um, but one more, and then and then the, we're off to the offseason. And a lot of conversations to be had. I talked with Tyler Boyd, you know, after the game day, and he kind of told me, look, it, I mean, would I like to come back? Sure. It's a business, though. You know, this yeah. is this is a business. Uh, I, I, he loves it here, but you know, you never know how the chips are going to fall. Was kind of his his message, and that's going to be the case for a lot of people that we're going to talk about. We have plenty of time to get into that as we go forward with wrapping the season and looking into the off season. But for now, you know, the season started with the Bengals with expectations to win the Super Bowl. You know, and it's hard to get past that when you think about them as on that short list of Super Bowl favorites. But again, I've said this earlier, Dave. I mean, that list that I went through of the last five years of those teams that have all been the favorites and just hardly anyone mm-hmm. actually does it, but plays it is because this league is ridiculous. And yeah. uh, there's so many things that can go wrong and teams will absolutely exploit you. And we saw those here again today. Can't get a fourth and short. Can't run. Can't get a yard when you need a yard. Give up big plays when you can't give up big plays. And that's how you lose a game. The end story of the Bengals. This one was kind of like so many others, uh, except this one had the finality to it. Uh, all right, Dave. Appreciate it. Great time as always. We'll have plenty more as we go forward into the last week uh, of the season, week 18. And uh, we'll bring it all to you. But happy new year to everybody. Thanks, everybody that's hung with us this year. Had some fun with us. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, we will we'll talk to you in 2024. Have a good one, everyone. Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.